What's up, sports ballers? Welcome to the latest edition of the Sports Ball Podcast. In this one, Andrew and I discuss freak accidents in sports and on the job, an atrocious Monday night football showing, college basketball, college football, more NFL news, feast week, as Andrew calls it, all the college basketball and college football uh, a fan could ever hope for, along with some good food, and, uh, you know, some Thanksgiving Thanksgiving treats. It's a fun one. Thanks for listening. Good evening, Cam. Good evening, Andrew. How are you? Doing well. How are you? You know, I... uh... I spent the day with kindergartners, first graders, and second graders, so I am wiped. I bet. It was it's a long day, but it's good. I'm, I'm happy to be in a comfy chair, ready to talk sports with my friend. Should be good. Are you watching some action tonight? The uh, Ohio Bobcats and Buffalo Bulls are just beginning the fourth quarter. Uh, no, I, uh, I had... I teach guitar on Wednesday nights at my church, so I finished that, and then I went upstairs to the recording studio at our church, where I am now. Your uh, Michigan Wolverines looked quite good tonight against the defending national champion. Yeah, um, I'm, I don't know, you know, the difference between you know this game and the national championship game, but like, talk about flipping the tables completely. They blew us out, now we blew them out, albeit for uh, you know much lower stakes on our end. But hey. A win is a win, especially on the road um, against a quality opponent. So, yeah, makes me really happy. Uh, Nebraska also beat Seton Hall in these Gavit games where the Big Ten plays the Big East. So, quality quality night all around. Indeed. Uh, unfortunate, though, uh, for one former Michigan Wolverine this week. Yeah, dude. Uh, Karis LeVert, who has turned himself into quite the uh, nice NBA player, um, I watched the video of him hurting his leg, and you really couldn't tell what happened um, other than that his reaction was something really, really bad happened. Um, like, it's not one of those, like, make you want to throw up videos where, like, you see the bone break, you know? It's, it's There's just too many people to see through. But he took a nasty fall, and it looks like his season is probably over. Um and it's just a freak accident. Went up for, uh, you know, like a rebound or a shot or something, came down awkwardly, totally, you know, destroyed his leg. And so it got me thinking, you know, obviously it sucks when that happens, but there, there aren't many professions other than sports where a freak accident can, one, happen, but two, also, like, prevent you from doing your job. And so I was wondering, like, what would the comparison be in everyday life of, you know, Karis LeVert going for a rebound and, like, shattering his leg? What, what would have to happen for a normal person like me or you for that to, you know, be a thing? Um, you know, maybe I guess if you were in the, uh, the company break room, tile floor, and someone spilled some water, you weren't paying attention, they hadn't cleaned it up yet, you were going to get some coffee and uh, you slip and fall. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm thinking like, yeah, what what could happen in everyday scenario? Like, oh, uh, yeah, you're in the break room and you trip and fall and you like knock all the shelves out of the fridge and you break the fridge. Like, I don't know. This seemed funnier in my head. But just the concept of freak accidents in sports is really interesting to me because 
it is such a uh, like rare and bizarre thing when it does happen. Yeah, uh, Gordon Hayward was the victim of a freak accident, right? Yeah, he played like three games and then got hurt the whole year. Yeah, uh, I mean the the one that always comes to mind for me is when Kevin Ware broke his leg in the NCAA tournament about five years ago. Oh yeah, that was pretty gruesome. Now that was also the year that Louisville didn't beat Michigan in the national championship because that game never happened. Yes. Um. Yeah, it, and he and you always feel terrible um, for the player. I mean, for something to just. It's life changing in an instant. Yeah, I mean you've got you got the stuff that heals, you know, like someone ruptures their Achilles or tears their ACL or whatever, which is bad. But like you can come back from that, generally speaking. Then you also have the free accidents freak accidents like Eric Legrand, that Rutgers football player who got paralyzed and became a quadriplegic. You know, right. so it's like it runs the gamut of like you're going to be okay. It sucks and it hurts really bad to holy cow. You're like, you didn't die. And for something that is supposed to be of entertainment value, it sure does seem like one, it should happen more than it does. It, it would seem like just based on how many games are being played in the different sports, especially all the televised ones. Like there are major TV networks that only show sports. And we get like, you know, freak accidents. I guess they're called freak accidents for that reason is that they don't happen very often. Um, But you just think, what are the odds that, you know, only one dude in the NBA has broken his leg this far? Right. And we're only like 12 games into the season per team. But that's, you know, that's already 300 games. Or someone like like a Ryan Shazier that, you know, his career is probably over. Yeah. So anyways, it was just, it got me thinking when I saw that Karis hurt his leg and watching the video, just like, man, it really surprises me that it doesn't happen more. And then obviously like, Oh, well, what do I do? I, you know, I, I work with kids. So what would a freak accident, like what would the, the comparable thing be for me? And yeah, like you said, probably slipping and falling on the, the wet floor in the break room is like, that's like my biggest risk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to identify in what I do that would be uh, too high of a risk. I guess like falling down a stair or something. That's that's about it. <laughs> you know, Indeed. the uh, this week you would have risked extreme boredom if you watched Monday Night Football. Oh, you mean between the uh, the juggernaut 49ers and the impeccable New York football giants? Yeah, I, th- I think the best thing I saw about this game was that it was uh, the NFL's answer to Rutgers, Kansas, which we were treated to earlier this year. <laughs> I can't even tell you who won that game Monday night. I mean, I didn't even pay attention. No, I didn't watch a second of it. And I know the, the NFL has its flex rules around, um, you know, adjustments. <laughs> Adjusting the schedule when the games don't aren't quite great, but I think something I think something has to be done. Like if you're if they're a certain percentage under five hundred, then um, I think you've got to you've got to be able to adjust. Yeah, and I wonder if it wasn't San Francisco and New York, if the game would have gotten switched. I just think those markets are so big that even with 
crappy teams, they're still going to pull good ratings, you would think. Yeah. Um, but so I wonder if it was like Jacksonville versus Tennessee. You know, smaller market teams say they were both having terrible years. Would that game still have happened or would it have gotten swapped out for the Cowboys or, you know, the Eagles or, or somebody that's going to pull in the audience? But yeah, the, the fact that there was three wins between the two of them before the game started and that was your primetime game of the week, essentially, like it's just it's ludicrous. Yeah. And, you know, we complain about sometimes Major League Baseball showing the same teams over and over again. And that's probably what we'd have if we, you know, it's like you, got, you have to find a a middle point. And if that means showing some 500 teams, that's so be it. But putting these awful teams on television, um, you know, we already see enough of the, the Patriots, the Cowboys, the Chiefs this year. Um who else do we get in primetime a lot? The Packers, the Seahawks. You know, there's yeah. seven or eight teams that when it comes to primetime, we see the majority of the season, it feels like. Um, so I guess you, you have to have an off weekend there somehow um, that maybe, yeah, it does produce a, a little bit weaker game. I mean, this this week in college football, second to last week of the year, and it's as bad of slate as you could possibly find. Really, the best game is Saturday night with um, – UCF and Cincinnati, and they're not even Power Five schools. So um, the SEC plays all its little FCS cupcakes before their rivalry games. And uh, Notre Dame's playing someone decent, aren't they? Uh, I know they closed the season against USC. I believe no, no, playing, this is th- they're playing Syracuse. Yeah, that's right. And Syracuse is ranked like thirteenth or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so that'll be a decent game. But um, you know, the Big Ten really doesn't have any. Great matchups. Um, Iowa State plays Texas. That should be a good game. However, it's down on uh, Longhorn Network, so that's going to be a tough, tough watch. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it's just one of those things, you know, uh, with this much product, I guess, available to us, you're, you're going to get a bad egg in there. Yeah. And did you see, too, uh, that the um... – the Chiefs Rams game got moved from Mexico City to LA. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, quite a bit of talk here in the last twenty four thirty six hours. Um, you know, I I am uh, I enjoy uh, yard work and learning about turf. And if you watch them like resod in NFL field, a lot of times they have these huge rolls uh, that they bring in, and it makes it so they can seam it together pretty quick. Um, in a short amount of time. I mean, there, there's times that they'll resaw the field uh, in a week between games. But what they were doing down there at uh, Estadio Azteca was it looked like they were resawing a resident, residential front yard. Like they'd pull the truck up and they were unloading these little rolls of sod, and there was no way they were going to get them seams down by Monday. And so I think it was the right move uh, by the NFL to get that game, get that game relocated to LA. Yeah. It's a bummer. I mean, it's just the logistics of having to shut that down and, you know, refund tickets or whatever the contract is with the stadium. Like that's just Mexico city loses out on a bunch of money because obviously, you know, yeah, the tourist attraction is no longer going to be there. So, right. Uh, Plus, you know, the novelty of it. 
But uh, they'll learn a lesson in the NFL. You know, it's a, uh, a huge market still, from my understanding, and so I think they'll they'll learn a lesson uh, from the stadium standpoint. And uh, I think I think we'll still see games down there in the future. Yeah, and part of it too is I mean it's on it's on the stadium and everything, but also it's been a crazy rainy season down yep. there. Yep. It's just been like just wet and wet, and there's just you know you can't control the weather. No, no, you, you can't. Can't so. I mean, it's a bummer, but like you said, hopefully, you know, they learn from it. Now they, they've gone through the, the heavy wet season and they know what the NFL will and won't allow. So, you know, maybe they, they bring in, you know, uh, better drainage or tarps or, or whatever they need to, to to keep the field in prime condition so that they can continue to, I mean, have games. Because Azteca is a massive stadium. Um, there would have been a ton of people there. So, anyways, big loss, but. Say lobby, I guess. A bit of an eyesore, but yeah, it's uh, it's huge and loud and high. It's at, what seven thousand feet or something. Yeah, seven thousand feet, like double the double the altitude of Mile High. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that game kicks off. Uh, golly, in my opinion, a great week of sports. You'll have that game Monday night and college basketball. Almost twenty four hours a day, uh, sun up to sundown all next week. Uh, who do the the Lions host on Thursday? You know, I haven't even looked. I'm so done with them right now. But it's Thanksgiving, so we all have to watch them. So I know we have to figure out who they're who they're playing. Someone we're gonna lose to. It's just I'm so frustrated. Like I get, I know what they're doing, and I understand why they're doing it. Stockpiling, you know, draft picks and essentially tanking the season to get better draft picks. Like I get it. It's just it's not fun to watch or be a part of. So they host the Bears. We just played the Bears. Well, that's according to Google. 11.30 a.m., so 12.30 your time. Oh, I don't know. 11.30. Uh, yep, they will play the Bears. We just lost to the Bears on Sunday. Well, there's not much time between the two games, apparently. That doesn't make any sense. Someone must have screwed that up. Yeah, that's the schedule. Yeah, they play them on the uh, 11 days apart. Sunday the 11th, they'll play the Panthers on Sunday, and then the Bears again. Wow. Oh, well. <laughs> Going to be a quick three-loss skid here. And, and then the Rams come to town. Oh, gosh. However, there's uh, the Cardinals, Bills, and they finish up with the Vikings and Packers. And, we, and the Lions have three wins on the year? Uh, you would know better than I would, but it appears yeah, they that have- way. They have three wins. We'd be lucky. We'll be lucky to get five. They still got that win over the Patriots, though. And that's the even more infuriating thing. But since that game, the Patriots, I don't think have have lost, have not lost, except for this past Sunday was their first loss since they lost to the Lions. But anyways, yeah. Oh God, the Lions are so bad. To me, I love about next week watching the Maui invite. To me, it just me. It just like says Thanksgiving. You know, you used to have the Great Alaskan shootout that would come on like eleven thirty at night, and you'd be just sitting around grandma's house. 
It's a very nostalgic week. <laughs> it's one of your favorite weeks of the year, is it not? It is. Yeah, between the the basketball, you have all kind of the holiday tournaments that are playing in like empty gyms, except for Maui. That's pretty Maui in the Bahamas, uh, but the rest are like in kind of obsolete, warm locales. And yeah, it's like basketball constantly, great football games. And the next thing you know, it's you know bowl season. We're kind of down the home stretch here. Indeed. Next Saturday at 11 a.m., it will be the game. Is that what they call it? The big game? The game? They call it the game. But yeah, this is this is easily the biggest one. Uh, in a while, yeah. I mean, just what what's on the line for Michigan? Well, and it's it's Ohio State's only shot. Yeah. Like, they have to win that game, and they have to beat Northwestern by, like, a sizable amount. And a few other things have to roll their way. But still, I mean, it's – yeah, it's going to be uh, – oh, what's the word? It's going to be tense watching it. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Now, you will have had Thanksgiving to say, you know – 48 hours prior, what is your, your favorite side you you like to pile on the plate? Uh, stuffing. One million percent. It's like every time I have stuffing at Thanksgiving, I'm like, why don't we have this throughout the rest of the year? It's not like it's hard to make. It's not like it's using ingredients you can only get in harvest time. No. It's like soggy, yummy, seasoned bread. It's amazing. It's so good. Hy-Vee has... Um... Stuffed pork chops with stuffing. You can get them year round. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, uh, we we get them on occasion. Yeah, stuffing stuffing's up there. And, uh, honestly, I don't know if, was the, the, if I had bad stuffing. Something not about that I didn't like about the flavor. But they've just moved into the the top five in the power rankings in the last few years. <laughs> um, well, run run me down your power rankings because now I must know. Well, I think I think you you can't beat good mashed potatoes. They have to be good mashed, like flavorful mashed potatoes, not just like bland mashed potatoes. Um, so I don't I don't know if this is a, a staple everywhere, but my family oftentimes does cheesy corn at the holidays, similar to what Jack Stack makes. That's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, now something I think that deserves to be a part of the Thanksgiving meal, but isn't is a good baked mac and cheese with, like, the breadcrumbs on top. Mm. Adult mac and cheese, yes. Yes. Um, but, you know, other than that, like, I don't need any cranberry sauce. Um, I could do sweet potatoes. I don't need yams. Um, and, and then for dessert, it, it needs to be a chocolate, like a chocolate cake, chocolate pie somewhere in there. No, no, like pecan or pumpkin pie. It needs to it needs, in either a fruit pie or a chocolate pie. Not, not like fruit pie, or a fruit cake. I mean, it needs to be like fruit pie, like lemon or, or something to that. Mm, to that a degree. nice, a nice Michigan cherry pie. Yep, yep, yeah. Cherry pie, cherry pie would be good. Yeah, and um, taste it already. And then yeah, you you eat too much, and then you. You claim a chair that hopefully reclines, and uh, that's where you remain the rest of the the, the evening. 
Indeed, and let the let the food power you through a, a full night of sports. Yes, and, and looking through the Black Friday ads. Oh, uh, I forgot about Black Friday. I hate Black Friday. I kind of enjoy it. I mean, I don't, I don't mind the deals. I just, it's stressful. I went once with your wife, actually. We all went um, many years ago, and I swore never again. I did. I did get the first four seasons of Psych on DVD, though, so it was totally worth it. Not bad. Not bad at all. Well, sir, if we don't record again before uh, next Thursday, a happy Thanksgiving to uh, you and yours. I can't believe it's already Thanksgiving. Yeah, my daughter turns two on Friday after Thanksgiving, so I've got Thanksgiving, her birthday, and then the game. It's going to be a a crazy three days. Indeed. But yes, you enjoy Thanksgiving with your families, and to all those that listen to the show, have a wonderful Thanksgiving and enjoy the time. And don't have a freak accident during Black Friday shopping. Yes. Oh, gosh. Yes, please don't do that. Or if you do, tell us about it, and then we can not laugh at you on the show. Stay healthy and uh, eat plenty. All right. Adios. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. Bye.